Good morning, good morning, good morning, world. Uh, and welcome back uh, this weekend to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Uh, yes, we are back like a shark attack, back like we left some, back like we ain't got no clothes on our back. And for the world, is a better place when the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast is taking place. And so we thank you for tuning in with us this morning as we conversate about the latest sports topics that have taken place from this past week and will be upcoming this week. It is always a blast to have you all tune in and participate with us every weekend. As a reminder that every week, we always like to begin our podcast by reminding our audience that the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast can be found on Facebook via the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast community page, on Instagram uh, at the Early Morning Sports Talk POD. Again, on Instagram at the Early Morning Sports Talk POD. YouTube. Apple Podcasts, and Spotify as the Early Morning Sports Talk Podcast, as well as our own Facebook pages via Brandon Price, Jamar Goodman, people, no, Ann Jones, as well as Jonathan Abernathy, whom is our guest for this morning. Uh, today is May 20th of 2023, and we have yet again seen another fascinating week in the sports world. Well, we saw Jimmy Butler, y'all, this man, he, he's now developing to a fully grown man. And it's just, it's so, it's so beautiful to watch. Uh, it's so beautiful to watch Jonathan and Jamar to see where he came from, man, and to see where he is today and to see how great he is now. This man is becoming a legend right before our eyes and just to watch his journey, it's amazing. Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat, who was looking like the best team in basketball right now, this team like they are on a mission to win it all. Uh, up 2-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals, and playing Texas with their opponents, literally. Uh, the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals score up 2-0 against the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James out here messing up dunks, missing point-blank layups, uh, out here looking like an old man at certain points. Um, it's, it's really, really um, interesting to see LeBron uh, kind of, you know, be where he is right now. Um, but the Denver Nuggets, you know, they've been consistent and – Jamal Murray has been big in this series. Um, and so as a result, you got the Denver Nuggets up 2-0 against the Los Angeles Lakers. And now the Lakers season is on the line. Uh, firings of legendary NBA coaches, such as Mr. Doc Rivers, a.k.a. Chi-Town Westside, um, and others take place um, after um, another Game 7 collapse in which this was his 10th um, Game 7 loss, and that is by far the most of all time. Uh, the WNBA 26 campaign kickoff, as well as the passing um, of the all-time great Hall of Famer and activist Jim Brown, um, who received his wings on yesterday. And so with that being said, introducing our guest for this morning, our brother, Mr. Jonathan Abernathy, who joins us this morning on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast as he has been with us throughout the NBA playoffs. And so we welcome our brother, Mr. Jonathan Abernathy, to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Good morning, my brother, and welcome back. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Appreciate you guys for having me again. Yes, How's everybody thank you doing? for joining us, man. Pretty good, bro. Sir, yes. And introducing my partner, my brother from another mother, on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, Mr. Jamar Goodman. Good morning, sir. How are you? Man, in the famous words of Marshawn Lynch, you know why I'm here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And so with that being said, let's get right into it, fellas. Uh, let's begin our podcast this morning. We're talking about the passing of our legendary uh, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns running back, 
activist. Um, he's done so much for the community, for the world in general. Uh, NFL legend uh, Jim Brown at 87 years old. And so um, I'll give you guys this word because I really don't have much to say because I know who Jim Brown is and I'm thankful for uh, the life he lived and the example he set. But, you know, uh, the world would like to hear you guys. So, Jamar, um, any, you know, what's your thoughts on the passing of uh, NFL legend Jim Brown? Um, and then, Jonathan, you can follow up, my brother. Um, you know, the world lost a good one here. Um, yep. and, and just so people don't know, uh, you know, Jim Brown, uh, three-time MVP, uh, 1964 champion, nine-time Pro Bowler, uh, eight-time hmm. first-team All-Pro, uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 71. And like you mentioned, hmm. Brandon, um, you know, a lot of stuff that he's done in the community as an activist. I mean, I, I feel like he was, in a sense, like equivalent to, you know, what Bill Russell was to the NBA at the time. Mm, right. Um, Jim Brown was for football. Um, I mean, and I, I'll I'll keep it brief. And the last thing I'll probably say is, you know, they, they don't make them like they used to. And, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, the things that Jim Brown has done on and off the field, then, you know, maybe today's society probably wouldn't be where it's at, especially as far as, you know, in mm-hmm. uh, the NFL as well. So um, legends live forever, man. So he will live forever in our society. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jonathan, my brother, your thoughts, man. Man, <clears throat> you know, he lived a great life that done more than what a lot of us, even athletes today will never reach his level of accomplishments. And that's just on and off the field in general. I mean, my condolences to his family and, you know, the NFL world and everything. It's just, I mean, we appreciate all that you did. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. You know, one of the uh, best moments I have from Jim Brown um, is a movie. Um, I don't know if you guys ever saw it. It took place in, I think, in Gary, Indiana. Yep. I think it was in Gary, Indiana. Uh, original. Was it original gangster, Jamar? Yes, sir. <laughs> original gangster. <laughs> and so Jim Brown, uh, it was uh, Jackie Brown. Um and it was a, a number of uh, like classic 70s, 80s actors and actresses uh, that played in this movie, Jonathan. And it was uh, a great classic. They still play it on BET everywhere to this day. <laughs> and so like um, that was how I got introduced to Jim Brown as a kid. Because my dad would be all into Jim Brown. That's Jim Brown. That's, I'm like, who the hell is Jim Brown? <laughs> and I keep watching the movie. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, uh, this is Jim Brown. And so um he was very talented that's one of the biggest memories i have of jim brown is that he was more than just somebody that was on the football field but he was more so a person that was you know an activist he was involved in the civil rights movement for christ's sake the civil rights movement you know and for somebody my age that kind of seems like a long time ago but then again it really wasn't that long ago you know, I was just the 60s and Jim Brown was in his 20s and stuff during that time and, you know, 30s. And so, like, um, yeah, I just want to say job well done. Uh, job well done, that good and faithful servant. 
Uh, you did a great job here on the Zerf and on our other one of Sports Talk podcast. We show our respect. Salute. Yeah. Sure. Yep. All right, fellas. Let's now get into the NBA playoffs. And so the NBA playoffs, we see the Denver Nuggets. They have taken a 2-0 lead in this Western Conference final series. Um, and so, Jamar, I want your thoughts, man. Why are the Nuggets up 2-0? Um, and additionally, what are the Nuggets doing well? And what are the Lakers not doing well in order for the Nuggets to be up 2-0 and two wins away from the NBA Finals? Well, um, for starters, I feel like the Nuggets are up 2-0 because they have been very consistent with their uh, firepower on offense. When you just when you think that the Lakers have really figured them out defensively, <laughs> you know, somebody unsung heroes just start making plays like uh, game two. Jamal Murray in the fourth quarter. Right. It seemed like a lot of the tone of the game was, you know, the Lakers had commanded the game, the Lakers defense, you know, ever since what the end of the third quarter in game one, the defense for the Lakers have, you know, been pretty good, but, but yeah, but when you have a Denver offense that, you know, can score in multitude of ways from a variety of people, it, you know, it's still kind of hard to really like slow them down. Um, and so when you have outputs like Jamal Murray, who started out cold, but got hot at the right moment, when you have Nikola Jokic just doing whatever he wants, don't even matter who's guarding. Right. I, I mean, the IQ that is insane. That, that is a right. future first ballot Hall of Famer right there. Um, we, we said that going into this series, Jamar, that he nobody can stop him in this league. Nobody. He's the best player in the world. He's playing like it. He's definitely playing like he came in with a chip on his shoulder. He came in these playoffs with a chip on his shoulder. The whole team has. As many times as I, I've tried to write him off in this postseason, they, you know, continue to prove me wrong. So uh, apparently, you know, they're, they're doing something right. Um, mm -hmm. So as as far as the, the Lakers here, um, going into this series, Last week when I could barely talk, I was mentioning a lot of different things had to happen for them to really like be in the series. One, the defense definitely had to be there. Um, Anthony Davis has to match the same energy or the same production as Jokic. They have to at least cancel each other out. LeBron has to play well and the role players have to step up. That, that's basically the combination of things that has to happen. The defense, right. for the most part, has been there because, I mean, they, they defended them pretty well. They have. Um, yeah. You know, LeBron in game one was fine. LeBron in game two, I, I, I more so let you get into that one if you want to. Um, <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis, you know, had a stellar game one. And I feel like right. he got bullied in game two. Yep. Shooting, shooting percentage Big was difference. atrocious. Atrocious. game one, game two. But eight, I think 18, and a lot of that was at the free throw line with fault calls they were just giving him because the free the shooting percentage was ridiculous. Um, I mean, Austin Reeves has played phenomenal. He, he's, you know, great. Uh, uh, what what uh what what our boy Ian be calling uh, Hachimura? <laughs> but no, he called him uh, Hachi, Ruhachi, Ruhachi, Ruhachi. But it's it's Rui Hachimura. Oh man, he's actually been playing pretty good. He's too. been solid, hasn't he, bro? He has been. That's been nice. the, probably the most sneaky pickup they did in that in that whole like, like um, you know, just 
Flushed out the whole system. Yeah. Uh, overhaul, per se. Um, so, I mean, for the Lakers, they stars have to play like stars. At this point, I would imagine the role players are going to play better at home. Uh, both teams are undefeated at home. So that, that uh, dynamic hasn't changed yet. Um, right. And the only thing I will say about LeBron, like I said, I'll leave the majority of that to you. Um, this man, I believe, is one of 20 from three-pointers in the fourth quarter in the playoffs, in the playoffs right now. Big point that, right here. That, that is that, – I don't, I don't know what to say with that. I, I don't if it, is it old age, is it the altitude, as far as just in this Denver series alone? Uh, what the defense he playing on Joker because he played defense against Joker yeah, in games. Right. Two. Is he, he like, you know, exerting his energy on defense and just tired on offense when later on in the game, like old age. I, I don't know, but one of 20 in the fourth quarter in the playoffs, that's not going to get it done, especially against a team like Denver. That's like, like I mentioned, so versatile. So a high energy, high octane, Pushes tempo. I, I mean, you cannot have too many mistakes, especially in crunch time against this team. So, so yeah, games three and four are going to be very interesting. Very interesting. Jonathan, your thoughts, bro? Um, <clears throat> all right, so hear me out. <laughs> we listening. <laughs> he on one. Yep. So he got a, he got a surprise for us, sound like. So the Lakers gonna come back and win the series. They are <laughs> in seven, Lord. but it's all because LeBron has done something every series this this year that he hasn't done something before in his career. Like he's done the twenty twenty game. Um, he ended up finishing Memphis by forty. You like he's doing certain things right now and it's all like it's all a setup to everything so I think they lose game three and then they win four straight wow oh, bro wow so, that'd, so be you like, that'd, me, that'd be like no 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 that'd be no, like so the first tell, time in NBA history yes exactly yes I, you, you, you're you saying that this Lakers team is going to be capable of c- coming down 0-3 to win yes. the series Yes. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's the first time I've ever heard that. Like I said, he's done something that he okay, so this is probably gonna be his last playoff. LeBron run, like will twice. die doing that. And he's like bumping, I'm ready. But just watch. Just watch. Like I said, it's gonna be a close game, game three. And then I think they're just gonna start. Chipping away one game at a time. See, see, Ian had to show up and hear this, hear this nonsense that just came out. <laughs> right. Ian see, just Ian. popped in right at the right time. All right. Like, am I, am I <laughs> what I think I'm here? All right. I'm just saying, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a repeat of the 2020 finals. I mean, the Lakers okay. and Heat. I, that's what I'm seeing it as. Wow. That's that's amazing. Um, so you feel like Denver will steal game three in LA, and from there the Lakers will come back four, and triple four straight. Yep, and win four so, straight. So so they're gonna go into high altitude twice in in, in wow. one two games. Ooh, wow! Just, just watch. 
I'm telling you. Wow. I thought you were going to say at least, fellas. I thought at least he was going to say that the Lakers is going to maybe steal two, you know, back at home. Um, you know, steal one on the road, maybe game seven and Denver. But you wow. said three. You say they go in game three yeah. and four in a row. Mm. That, you know what? Go ahead, Jamar. What was you gonna say? No, I mean that 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 means that Anthony Davis gonna you know have to drop like like fifty a game. And, 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 you know what? <laughs> LeBron gonna have to drop like 30, that every game. I I have the energy for my Doc Rivers rent, but now I'm about to start acting real Stephen A. Smith here in a minute. Like, <laughs> like this is blasphemy, asinine, disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like I said, I just don't trust Denver's role players to continue to perform the way they have been performing. Jokic, you know what you're going to get from Jokic every night. That's an every night thing from Jokic. You know what you're going to get from him. But I don't think Jamal Murray is back to where he needs to be yet. He's getting there. But he's, he's showing in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but he's showing signs of it. But can he do that every night? I mean, you raise a good question. Can he do it every night? Likely no. But you know, now if if he can, question do it is every he might night, not have to do that every night though. Yeah, because all the role players and everything else they got to do. But still, Jamal Murray is what gets that role, them role players going. Him and Jokic are what gets them going. Jokic, everybody knows what to expect from Jokic. Jamal Murray and MPJ are who gets the role players going. If they're both having off nights, then, then role players aren't, aren't as quick to start, which that gives the Lakers at that point time to pull away. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is – all right, yeah. Uh, this is uh, interesting. So, hey, I tell you what, Jonathan. I tell you what. <clears throat> With – um. Your comments here. We will make sure that if the Lakers come back, we will make sure we play this everywhere. And we're going to play this. I don't know. Y'all think like six months straight, fellas. Like we're going to play this like months, 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 because we're going to make you like a Nostradamus that if <laughs> this legitly happened and the Lakers lose game three and they come back and win four straight. We'll make sure we play this like all the time because it's an amazing thing. You would be like one of the very few people in the world that would be not predict that. Yeah. One of the very few. Very small percentage. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I'll take the summer off if that happens. I will take the summer off. You will not see my face until Labor Day. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it'll be it'll be a lot of things that occur. Past. Oh, if you wait till Labor Day, you're gonna have to deal with me in person then, because I'll be in the area. Hey, <laughs> I'll take it. Like, so, oh, Ian, come on, <laughs> Ian, your thoughts, man, from this Western Conference Final, and I don't know, has your has your pick changed? Do you still like the Lakers in this series, or do the Nuggets look like uh, they're they're on their way to win these? Uh, at least win two more to make it to the NBA Finals. So, so, you know, I did pick the Lakers in seven, but, I mean, originally, you know, I wanted to pick the Nuggets because I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I to be honest, I didn't 
even expect the Lakers to even get this far. I didn't even expect them to beat the Warriors. So I was shocked. So I kept going against them, and I'm like, well, you know, maybe, maybe they're going to get it done. But uh, game one, you know, they seemed like, you know, they figured out something and, you know, it was going to improve in game two. I mean, game two, they should have won. Uh, game two, they just basically get it up. And, you know, Jamal Murray, he went crazy in the fourth quarter. So uh, that loss really hurt because they should it should be 1-1 going back yep. to L.A. So, you know, this game three is a must win. Like, if they don't win game three, this, this series is over. I mean, it's, it's, it's over. Uh, right. You know, right. like we said, like we said last week, you know, Jokic, he's going to come and play every night. Whether you slow him down in the fourth quarter, the third quarter, the second quarter, or the first quarter, he's still going to come to play. So it's you know it's it's all about the role players and Denver role players have been coming to play, and t- to be honest, LA role players have come to play too. To be honest, uh, the last game you know AD just AD can't have games like that in this series. This ain't the thing uh Memphis, and this is right. not the Warriors. Uh, he he cannot have a game like he had last game. Um, LeBron has to stay off the three point line. He's not Steph Curry. Uh, he's shot not right. falling. Right, acting like he's Steph Curry, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta go to the basket. Keep going to the basket. But them losing that last game, that exactly. that hurt. They basically gave the Nuggets that game. And Jamal Murray, you know, he he finished them off, you know, late. But they don't win game three. This series is over. This series is over. So to be honest, yeah. I feel like they have to win these next two. These next two games are a must win. They got to take. They got to take care of business in L.A. They don't take care yep. of business in L.A. They will be taken care of, and uh, yeah. <laughs> they're just, they'll be taken care of. And, like, you bring up a good point, bro. LeBron, okay? LeBron, literally. You say he acting like he's Steph Curry. Yeah. The Negro is acting like he's Steph Curry. He out here shooting threes for a one for 20, okay? In the fourth, yep, all playoffs. In the fourth quarter. Out here shooting threes like he can make these threes, and all he's doing at the end of the day is causing Denver to get a fast break. Yep. It's like, guys, when you watch sports, when you see something working, especially in the playoffs, in a big magnitude, you got to stick with it. And the Lakers just went away from their identity in game two, fellas. If you guys watch game one, the Lakers were fast. They were actually moving running down the court, up and down. It was like a track meet. You guys remember um, 2015, Jamar. It was the Grizzlies and the Warriors. Warriors were just the up-and-coming team, right? But one of the key things within that series, Jonathan, it was two big guys Memphis had. Their names are Zach Randolph and Marcus Gasol. What did the Warriors do during that series? They exposed them. Every time they got the rebound, the track meet right down the court. And you will often see Zach Randolph, Mark Gasol trying to catch up with everybody, or the coach would just have to get one of them out because they knew that they were exposing them. The Lakers were doing that. Every time you see LeBron get the rebound, fellas, and he even went to point guard and they were doing well. Y'all saw him play a lot of point guard games too. He would get the ball. You would see LeBron here, Joker here, which means that you got an advantage for his fast break. And somehow, some way, the Lakers just stopped doing it. 
they just stopped. For some reason, LeBron just started shooting threes like he was Steph Curry. And so, and when you say they gave away the game, they gave that game away. They gave, and that will come back to hunt them. They gave that game away. Should have won that game in a multitude of ways. If LeBron make the open layup, he out here trying to showboat. Y'all see he's trying to showboat? Out here yeah. showboat. Um, ball go out of bounds. He uh, get, you know, two point blank layups. Brick both of them. One he even airballed. Now, don't get me wrong, the refs play a role, too, because the refs, he got fouled a couple times right in, but the refs ain't say that. <laughs> Maybe that's a Denver thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, right, you know, right, right, right. But, you know, even amongst that, the Lakers got to be kicking themselves in the foot. They should be saying, why are we shooting so many threes? Number two, we missed a lot of shots. Number three, we went away from our identity of running fast break, exposing Joker. And then number four, we stopped going inside the basket. We stopped going inside the cup. And then lastly, I mean, I don't even know what D'Angelo Russell been. We need an APB out, APB out for him. He ain't <laughs> Absolutely nothing. The man hit like one shot, like two, like game one. Like it's been literally Rui Hachimura. And shout out to that man. That's been a steal right there. Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves. Yeah. It's all in the script. So it's it's all in the script, right? Uh, Jonathan, this is all have was written. It was written. Huh? Now we get like Nostradamus. It was written like the album. <laughs> right. Okay. And so yeah, um, right now, man, the Lakers uh should be kicking themselves because they lost a game that they literally should have won. After they and, and Jamar stated it, they controlled the game. When you watch the game, you saw the Lakers in control. You know. And so they 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 gave that one away, and that might come back. To, that might legitly come back to hunt them. That might legitly come back to hunt them. So, um, mm. at this point, uh, go ahead, Jamar. You want to say something, bro? No, I was gonna say, you know, speaking of, you know, teams giving away games, you know, there's there's a couple, there's a team in the Eastern Conference that gave up two games. Oh yeah, well. let's go, let's go ahead. Let's talk about it. Oh uh, yeah. And so, with, with that being said, fellas, um, right now, uh, Jimmy Butler, um, you know, he's he's on a mission. Him and his Miami Heat team, they look like the best team in the playoffs for me right now. Man, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Kevin Love, Kyle Lowry, he done lost his weight now. He ain't wearing the Badunka the Badunka Dunk shorts no more. So he out there actually moving, getting him some cardio in now. And you see just how good of a player he is. Yep. He, he, he hooping, y'all. He is hooping. Um, bam. You know, he, I mean, this team ain't even got a real big man. But he's so effective in so many other ways, it don't even matter. Butler, the closer. This Miami Heat team, man. I hate to say it, but I, I want to say it. They look like they will win the championship if they keep playing the way they're playing. They are an excellent basketball team in so many ways. But, Jamar, I want your thoughts, man, because it sounds like um, you more so talking about Boston here, whether Miami. I think it's more Miami than Boston. Oh, no. you. I mean, as far as that, you're right. But it's, you know, what I mean by giving away games, it's like, 
you know, Boston will go, you know, have leads in the second half and, you know, they, they can't close the deal yep. for whatever reason. And um, they play bad at home too in the playoffs for some reason. And this is the, this is the wrong series to be doing that, man. Um, wrong team. <laughs> facts. So, you know, not, not, not to pat myself on the back cause I, I don't do this too often, but you know, some, somebody, <laughs> you know, you know, said the heat will give the Celtics problems that they matched up in the playoffs before the playoffs even started. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yep. So, like you said, the Miami Heat team look like probably look like the best team in the playoffs right now. They're they're playing like it. If you yeah. heard Jimmy after game one, he basically said that uh, he basically said, I don't like we, we don't care what you all think, and we still don't. Like in, in a nutshell, I can't remember exactly what the words, but he was talking to the media and stuff like you basically, you know, wrote us off. You didn't think we'll be here, and we we don't care what y'all think. Like we we coming out here, we hooping. Um you know, the legend of uh, Hemi Buckets, um, right. you know, grows stronger by every win. So I, I I would love to see the journey conclude with a ring just to see how we will, like, immortalize this man forever. Because I, I feel like right. it's crazy how a Hall of Fame career can, like, can, like, uh, escalate quickly just by a, a legendary playoff run. Like, just you just you just need one. Just one good one, and right. that's where we're at. Um, and like you said, Kyle Lowry, you know, he slimmed down. He don't look like he's hooping in a rumper anymore, so he's doing his thing. Right. Not a rumper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that oh, man looked like real. he was in a rumper. Real. <laughs> real. That's real. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, Bam is actually playing like, like, I guess the all-star caliber player that we, we've seen him to be over the years, but it's more on a consistent level. The last year, exactly. I felt like Al Horford was bullying this man. And he was nowhere to be found in last year's series when they played him. It was just Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero versus the Celtics. That's what it felt like. Bam is actually – if you see him, he's playing with confidence. He's actually hitting the mid-range shot now. But the pick-and-roll action, he's battling on the boards. It's like he he wants the contact. So – if you want, if you just look with the eye test, like this, this man is actually you know playing with some intensity here. Uh, you you mentioned these role players, Caleb Martin, like this man, he he he's playing fearless out here. Like when role players are playing fearless on the road, like the right. home team has a problem. That, that's a problem. That's a problem <laughs> for the home team in any series. So yeah, Caleb Martin out here scoring in bunches. Go for it. Just really quickly, you mentioned the role players, and you mentioned fearlessness. Gabe Vincent, how about this man last night? Pull up right in Jason Tatum's face, dagger, game. You're right. Right in his face. Yep. Like, it, it's one he, thing to do that. Wait, just went right up. Just shot straight in his face. Yeah, against an MVP caliber player. And it's one thing to do it if you're at home. But you're on the road in the Boston mm-hmm. Garden, which is notoriously one of the hardest places to play in on the road. Yep. You go in and do that against an MVP caliber player, like they, and that goes back to what Jimmy Butler says: We don't care. We don't care what you think. We gonna go out here and hoop and, and basically do our jobs. So you got Gabe Vincent doing that. You got Kevin Love, who's been probably the unsung hero for this team that has basically, you know, gave a different dynamic 
just a big man that with these outlet passes, throwing the ball like he's Patrick Mahomes, hitting these crucial threes. And yeah. not to mention game one, the fact that for whatever reason, in these playoffs in general, the third quarter for the Miami Heat has always, it seemed like always been the best quarter for this team in every yep. game of these playoffs. And the closeout too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for them to drop 45 points, no, I'm sorry, 46 points in the third quarter in game one to change the whole tie, have the Boston Celtics out here playing nervous and scared, and then yep. come back in game two and got Grant Williams out here poking the bear, <laughs> getting in Jimmy Butler's face. <laughs> and then it was all she wrote after that because it felt like the Celtics was going to win that game until that happened. Yeah. And then they asked Jalen Brown <laughs> at the post game what he thought about Grant Williams, quote unquote, poking the bear against Jimmy Butler. And he said, next question. So therefore, mm-hmm. they they know. They know they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. They they know they're in trouble. So so yeah, all in all, man. This Heat team, look, I, I didn't expect them to be here, but I knew they would give teams problems. But, I mean. This is. You know, I mean, hey, man. We, need that, we need that quote you've been saying, though. We need that quote you've oh, been saying all oh. season about the So, Miami. yes, Miami Heat can look like a first-round exit or a championship contender in the same game, and they have been consistently a championship contender in every game of these playoffs. And the last thing I would say, it goes – I think it really resolves with their three-point shooting. All of a sudden, this team has become a lifestyle three-point shooting team, and they can score mm-hmm. in bunches, and they're playing the best defense in the playoffs by far. So best there you go. By far. Shut you down. Like, shut you all the way down. Like, yes. Morning, Jay Coleman. Good morning, bro. Jay Coleman stated, definitely only need one historical playoff run in regards to the Hall of Fame projections he was talking about. But this year makes it two playoff runs now including the bubble i mean i would say fellas he's been on a tear for the last what four or five you can because last year he was doing the same thing uh you know like yeah. it wasn't no they was the number one seed last year they lost in game seven because he's... of so you know yeah. he, he's been there for a minute man and that's not to mention you know the um the great runs he's had with the bulls you know, if he would have stayed with us in Chicago, who knows what we could have done, man. Um, and so, yeah, he stayed this year, makes it two playoff runs, now including the bubble. It makes playoff Jimmy a real thing. It elevates his cachet. Bam has been an X factor. He has been scoring 20 points. Bam never does that consistently. Good point. Good point, Jay. He has been very consistent on both ends of the floor, very active on the boards. He's looking like Dennis Rodman out there defensively. Like, he is very active blocking shots, jumping around, active, and making big guys look like they small. And so um, shout out to Bam. He's been a, you know, and scoring the ball too, man, especially in the fourth, y'all. Like when it matters, he going right up and getting buckets. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, and your thoughts and then Jonathan. Bro, like, fellas, what's going on with this series, man? Um, any thoughts from this heat? Um yeah, any thoughts, man? Good morning, Deshaun. Deshaun Reed, senior stated, Hemi Butler. Hemi Butler, yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, in this series, I think the Celtics 
the Celtics have to, well, I mean, at this point, they don't have to learn to close. They have to close. Um, it seems like they have an issue with their two main stars closing out, closing out again in certain mm. situations. Especially Thank if you it's, for bringing up the Celtics, Ed. Thank you. Yeah, especially if it's a close game. I think they have a real big issue with, you know, whoever's hired gets the ball or even if both of them get the ball. You know, it seems like every fourth quarter, one of them don't touch the ball at all. And, I mean, mm. around this time of year, you can't have that at all. I mean, they got to they gotta work that out internally because, um, yeah, they in trouble. Um, they basically gave hey, up. Can I ask this question really quickly, bro? Yeah. And, and Jamar, fellas, Jonathan, haven't we been saying this about – and Ian, you bring up a beautiful point. Haven't we been – before they got to the finals last year, haven't we been saying that about the Celtics for years? It was been both of you that's been saying sometimes they don't know who's going to get the ball in the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum, y'all, he got all his points on free throws last night, right, Ian? In the fourth quarter, went off the first three quarters. Fourth quarter, really touched the ball. And then what usually always happens sometimes is Jalen Brown goes shoot these crazy, ill-advised dumb shots. But then again, and if it's not him, it's Jason Tatum. Yep. It's like shock selection. It gets kind of questionable. I mean, if you, I mean, if you look at it last night, um, Jason Tatum had 34, 13, and eight. But you know, in the fourth quarter. There was no no field goals. And Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown has not been playing good offensively at all this series. Like he's just – and that's not going to win them this Looking like AD. Yeah, yeah. He can't, yeah. can't have them games in, in the playoffs. Like we like we stated in the Western Conference Finals, you got to come to play every game. And the way the Nuggets and the way that the Heat have been playing, you got to come to play every night. I mean, I would love to see – Braun get a fifth ring. I would love to see uh, Jokic get uh, his first ring. But if Jimmy Butler get his first ring, I, this would be one of the best playoff runs we've ever seen in NBA history. Like, Jimmy Butler has been on another level. Like, and I'm not even a real big Jimmy Butler fan, but I he's been turning in he's been turning me into a fan. Like, Jimmy Butler has been coming to play. Every night. It seemed like every after every game, we're talking about what Jimmy Butler did, how we didn't turn the tide of the series. He didn't score 40 points, 30 here. He didn't put a team away. And I mean, the Celtics, Celtics don't watch out. We're going to be looking at Jimmy Butler in the finals again. Mm-hmm. Man. Man. And, and you know what's crazy? And you know what's crazy too? Another thing. So, you know, I think literally all the teams, all the teams in the playoff now literally are undefeated at home, except Boston. Boston can't win at home. So now right. you're gonna. So now you have to go and win on the road. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not even like they. I. I can see that you know the Lakers. They lost on the road. Okay, they gave away. They gave away game one. I mean, they gave away game two. Fought back in game one. Could have won, but they undefeated at home. Now they have to win too, but y'all can't even win at home. <laughs> y'all mm-hmm. the top seed. <laughs> so they right. they really they really in trouble. Both teams in trouble, but they're really in trouble. Y'all can't even win. At, y'all can't even win at home on your home floor. Mm. So this is factual. This is factual, man. Yeah, and thank you for that. Somebody needed to rant on Boston. 
Because although Miami's great, Boston plays a damn role in it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Jonathan, go ahead, bro. I, I'm just going to say one thing. Where the hell has Jalen Brown been? Going <laughs> up damn layups backwards like this. I mean, he literally <laughs> shot the ball like this. <laughs> 16 points in the game. You know that 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 sixteen points is fine if Jalen uh, Jason Tatum's out there dropping fifty. Right, he'd have. But he's one not dropping fifty. Yeah, he dropped fifty. Yeah, and I mean, I got Miami winning this in six, like flat out. Uh, and I don't even know if it goes that long. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What they, don't, at. they don't win this next day. It's looking bad. They're yeah. gonna at least win one. Boston's at yeah. least gonna win one. It's not gonna be a sweep. Where the broom at? But <laughs> I mean, Jimmy's on a mission. Hemi yes. buckets. Hemi buckets is on something else right now. Like, I mean, I need him tested for steroids. Something's going on. Like, he's out here acting like Barry Bonds when. Barry carried his team to the World Series by himself, damn near, in, in 2001, like, or 2002. Like, I mean, it's it's looking historical right now. And Jimmy's on something else. Bam is playing out of this world for what we've seen Bam to play. We've seen, we've seen sparks of him being great, but nothing really too consistently. And that's the crazy thing about the playoffs is he's been doing it consistently. Right. And he's not out there dropping 40 points a game. He's not out there dropping 25 to 30 rebounds a game. He, he's doing 12, uh, 20 and 12. And he, he's doing what needs to be done, but he's also getting in five or six assists and those blocks when needed. Mm-hmm. But and, it matters. I mean, and, and just think, this Heat team right now is with Tyler without Tyler Hero. Now imagine he comes back and gets that three-point ball going too. You think they're unstoppable now. And if he comes back right. and he's actually hitting his shots, oh, that's gonna no team is gonna beat them. Because they can drive you to yeah. the paint, and then Jimmy and Bam can and drive you to the paint all day. And then you got Kevin Love posting up in there. You turn around, you leave half the guys on the three-point line open. Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson, yeah. who's been on fire like NBA Jam this NBA playoffs. He's on fire! That's Duncan Robinson. It's literally crazy. Like, I don't know if any team's going to be able to beat them this year. They they looking like they can win it all, for real. And, and it's and no disrespect to Denver, no disrespect to my Lakers. I've been on the Lakers bandwagon. The Heat are... They are they are excellent. It's almost like they destined to win the championship. It's crazy. Them is it's looking like it's just looking like they just destined to be in the, in these finals. Who's gonna win it? When's Joe? the last time we seen an eight league, eight seed win the finals? Never. Never. Ever. I don't think an eight seed has ever has an eight seed yeah. ever been to the finals? No, ever Next. won. Ever won. And the that finals. was in a short season. Oh, never won. No, nobody ever won. No. Yeah. Has it? But has San Antonio it ever been? 
Well, yeah, the Knicks in 99 against the Spurs, but that was a short uh, strike season. Short season, yeah. Oh, they were AC yeah. day? Yeah. They were AC that year. They beat the Miami Heat in the first round. Remember when that Ironically. happened between Larry Johnson and um, Alonzo Mourning, where they were like this? That fight? Yeah, that was when uh, Allen Houston got the infamous shot. That was. Yeah, that was, and Larry was, Johnson got the infamous three pointer against the yeah, Pacers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That was the last time. Can, can we give uh, Eric Spoelstra his flowers, man? Can, can we give Spoelstra his flowers? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what. And, and, and it's crazy throughout his whole coaching career, he's never won coach of the year. No. Never won coach of the year. But yeah. I don't know. This this man has been in the Eastern Conference Finals three out the last four years, with half the right. roster not even drafted. Right. This would be possibly <laughs> his sixth NBA Finals. And injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this this would be his sixth NBA Finals right here. Yeah. Yep. You no. Know? This would be a six. And so, like, you know, to address the comments, uh, Jay Coleman gave us some comments. He stated. Celtics have bad team habits. They have been trying to play hero ball with two stars, but especially Tatum, as he is their MVP candidate, not Jalen. Ooh. This current kind of ball scheme seems to affect Jalen Brown's psyche because he don't look like he is he is there in the team like in a regular season as his shot attempts have decreased even more. It could very well play a role in the psyche, right? And like you see Jason Tatum getting all these shots, and you saying yep. I can make shots too, but you know, they don't know who really is that dude. And so sometimes it's important to know who's that dude and who's gonna take you there. And you know, they seem to like, okay, if he's hot, give him the ball. If he's hot, give him the ball. Um, and it works, and sometimes it oftentimes it does not work, <laughs> but it's 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 that's a very good point, man. And it kind of just brings up the same old Celtic habits that has been around for years. And it especially become exposed around the conference finals, which this team makes it a lot. I want to give the Celtics a shout out because they, they win in the playoffs. They are around this time of year a lot. And so that's a good thing, but you know, yeah, man. Um, Tatum can score 20 points in the fourth, but he has been maxing out at six points in the fourth more often than not. Jay Coleman stated it's a sweep. He also stated that Grant made it a sweep. <laughs> yeah, poking the bear, Grant Wood, <laughs> get the talking stuff. And, and Jimmy Butler just went off on him after that, just went off on the whole team. Got Jimmy dancing around like Genuine with the broom. Y'all know who Genuine is, the R&B singer. <laughs> Additionally, <laughs> and then additionally, <laughs> Jimmy is that dude, but actively makes a high level effect to pass to the role players to keep them hot and confident. Factual, bro. Absolutely factual. And so, yeah, pony lights. Lord. <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, fellas, um, I think at this point, uh, we'll see how things progress for Miami. Maybe, hopefully, Miami don't go home and lay an egg. But thus far in the playoffs, they have been tough as hell at home, even tougher at home. Blowing people out of home. 
not even close. These games have been pretty far distance in South Beach. And so that's a very uh, bad sign for the uh, Boston Celtics. Um, and so, fellas, if you guys are ready to progress, let's uh, talk about um, Jamar's bone to pick with the WNBA. Yes, we are moving on, fellas, in the midst of the NBA playoffs to the WNBA. The WNBA has kicked off their inaugural season, not their inaugural, 26 campaign. And we see um, a lot of great teams. Shout out to our Chicago Sky, who is uh, off to a great start. Yeah, they blew out the Lynx last night. Um, and so, just curious, Jamar, what's your bone to pick with the WNBA? And then from there, fellas, um, I don't know if you guys are big into the WNBA, but there are two super teams. Okay, Jonathan, one is the New York Liberty. Okay, that is with Stewart, Sabrina Anescu. Uh, what's the girl from Connecticut? Uh, y'all, um, Jalen something Jones. Uh, Jones, she was the MVP two years ago. You know, the dark skinned girl, she played in a commercial with uh, with uh, the short guy from the Hawks, Trey Young. Um, her and then um, Courtney Vandersloot, and that hurts my heart. She left us, right? This is in Liberty. And now she's with the New York Liberty as a point guard. And sadly enough for us, Allie Quigley, since that's her wife, she's not even playing this season. So she set out the whole season because her wife ain't in Chicago. Um, and so she's not even playing with the sky. But I still think the sky is super dangerous, I promise you. And so on the other hand, additionally, the Aces, they got Candace Parker now. And then that's not to mention they got the former WNBA Finals MVP. Um and she just got married to Darren Waller. Her name is um, Kelsey Plum. She's a hooper. Yeah. Asia Wilson over there. De'Erica Hamby there. But that's a scenario we're about to talk about with De'Erica Hamby possibly. And so it's a variety of things that, um, or a variety of uh, super teams that send the WNBA and the rest are just like there, if that makes sense. And so these two teams are heavy favorites, and they should be. And everybody else is just kind of battling to be relevant. And so, but Jamar, could it be possible that your bone to pick with, what's your bone to pick with the WNBA? Is it, is it Las Vegas, Becky Hammond? What is it? No, no, no. Um, that whole scenario, like, I'm, I, I'm, I, 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 it's like, I can't, I, I refuse to believe that Becky Hammond did, allegedly said, you know, that whole, I, I refuse to believe that wholeheartedly. But my bone, to pick with the WNBA is the fact that they have what three, they have three draft rounds, right? And in, in, in their draft, yeah. I'm say, three rounds. And they basically, you know, the NCAA and the WNBA pretty much go hand in hand as far as marketability is concerned, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. how the, the NCAA tournament went and created all this hype for women's basketball and things like that, and you started to learn, like, star names from these big schools and stuff, and to the fact that when these girls get drafted, like, half of them don't even make the opening roster because all these cuts left and right. That's my bone to pick with this. Like, you're okay. cutting, like, half that the field. That was field. true, too. The sky recently did that. They did that. They drafted somebody, and the fans were pissed off. Um, I'll see or something. I got to look at Amber really quickly, but she didn't make the roster. She was pretty good at college. It's, it's crazy, and it's been across the board in the whole league. 
like like the star players from like a couple of people from LSU from that from that title team got cut. It's like got, cut, got drafted a couple months ago, got cut. So it's like, why am like just for the person that's just an average basketball fan, like why would I want to be engaged in a product that like people that I know like, oh, this LSU team is hot right now. Let me see how they do in the league. Oh, they're not even on the team anymore. Like, why, why, why should I be engaged if I'm, you know, just an average fan that doesn't really, you know, maybe yeah. want to get engaged? So it, it's just that that like, do do we need to expand at this point? If you're gonna have three rounds of draft, you're gonna cut fifty percent of the the league. Like, what? what like, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm upset. Yeah, I feel you, bro, because you are totally right. And thank you for hitting on this one. This is indeed a hot topic. This is indeed a hot topic. And if you look in various, like, let's say, internet sources, this is a hot topic, Jamar. Thank you for bringing this up. Um, Because I looked at it and it kind of crossed my mind briefly. But, you know, I never really, um, you know, thought about it until I was sitting there looking and I'm seeing like the fans and I'm seeing a roster for the sky and I'm they're like, where's uh where's Azura Stevens? Where is well, you know, like they were on the championship team last year, you know, like yep. Azura Stevens is a good player. And so like um I'm like, man, is uh is, is Coach Wade, Coach James Wade that cutthroat? But you know, he's only doing his job, it appears. You know, yeah. a lot of this falls on the WNBA commissioner who is, uh, as we know, um, you know, a great woman, um, you know, and, you know, uh, what's her name, y'all? Kathy Engelberg. Kathy Engelberg um, is a great woman. But, Jamar, thank you. Thank you for bringing this up because this is something um, that people are beginning to talk about now. And it's something that needs to be addressed. And so um, that's real. That's definitely real. And in regards to um, the issue with uh, De'Arica Hamby, so she got pregnant, y'all. Um, so she set out last year. But if you guys watch them the NBA, uh, we know Ann Jamar that she was she she she's nice. She's nice. Yeah. Um, but you know, she you know uh, got pregnant. I think by one of the Raiders players. <laughs> it's just funny how the Raiders in the. <laughs> It'd be like that. <laughs> hey, it's so, part of life. <laughs> and so basically, like, um, it was rumors that the coach bullied her. And so as a result, the WNBA suspended Becky Hammond for two games. And so um, she denies the rumors, et cetera. But um, that was um, a big issue that was occurring, too. And so, um, yeah, but even amongst that, fellas, uh, what are your realistic expectations for the Chicago Sky? And so, um, Jonathan, I don't know um, if you want to participate in this segment because I don't know if you're a Chicago Sky fan, but I'm going to ask Jamar in quickly. Um, what are your expectations for the Sky? Do you think this team can win it all, or do you think they can maybe make the playoffs? So, Jamar, Ian, what are your thoughts, fellas? I think, they, I think they're capable of making the playoffs, but – I mean, we have officially entered the age of super teams in the WNBA. Right. So I, I feel like at the, at this moment, nobody is getting past those two teams at the moment. It's they're, they're too they're loaded. It, like women's basketball players are highly skilled. Hi. Like this 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 isn't like the NBA where you know 
you know, talent and, you know, athleticism just dominates. This is just, this is highly skilled players. This, like, you have to, like, execute, like, flawlessly against these type of teams, like, throughout the course of the game. I, I don't see it. Right now, it's going to be the Aces and Liberty until somebody does otherwise. So. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and your thoughts, bro. Um, Like Jamal stated, you know, playoffs, maybe, but uh, we end up we reaching a different era in the WNBA. Um. Those two teams are loaded. It's I would be highly shocked if one of those teams lose in the playoffs or you know something of that magnitude. Barring you know barring injury, anybody barring nobody gets hurt or anything like that. But especially you know in a league like the WNBA, with you know they still got a lot of work to do to you know to catch up to the other major leagues like you know the NBA and NFL and things like that. But you know. It's, it's basically those two teams just sitting at the top and everybody else cat cat fighting amongst each other below. But, you know, so, like I said, maybe the playoffs, but that's probably right. about it. Okay. Yep. Um, maybe one team, y'all, maybe the Phoenix Mercury. But then that yes. would depend, y'all, a lot on – Right. It would depend on how Brittany Grant has progressed. You know, yeah. she hasn't hoped in a year. Yeah, you know, so that's 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 you know you know Jonathan's bullying people. Yeah, she could come back and, and be very very. She's just gonna pass it down to the post tour. I mean, you that's think she's gonna dunk on somebody have. this year, Jonathan? You said what? You think she's gonna dunk on somebody this year? She tries to dunk. She might blow her knee out. Oh, oof. Well, I'm not saying that as it's not possible for her to dunk. What I'm saying is I think her chance for injury at the moment is a lot higher since she hadn't played in a year. So she's going to be out there trying a bit harder yeah. to get back into her form. Right. Yeah. And that's when most injuries happen. Yeah. Right. That's that's, okay. that's, that's facts. Point. Very valuable. Yeah. And so in that way, that could be an advanced one of four, Brittany, to – Make sure she don't just go out there super angry, right? Don't Jonathan. rush it, yeah. Don't, don't, don't rush, rush it. it and just play take her game. Right, get back in shape. Take your time. I hear that. That's real. That's very real. Um, So I would say the Phoenix Mercury are dangerous. Um, The Indiana Fever, another team of sleep on y'all because they are uh, young and they run up and down the court. They got a lot of good talent. Um, They can put up a lot of buckets. So, um. I watch the feed a little bit too and look at them and say, hey, maybe they can be like Chicago Sky. So I'm very interested in watching like how the others play. I think the Sky and the Fever, they're going to be really interested in good games. The Dream, Atlanta, going to be really good. So and to see how the others perform. But I think at the end of the day, like we all say, we know who the top two are. Um, and so, yeah. All right, y'all. WNBA season, I kicked off again. Stay tuned. Going to be a lot of good games. Um, and lastly, y'all, the San Antonio Spurs, they received their – oh, go ahead, Jamar. Go ahead. Before we get into the Spurs, I, I, I cannot hold in this, 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 this anger much longer, man. I, I, I got to get to Doc. I, I just have to. I'm sorry. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was going to be the last second. I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> 
Doc Rivers, this this is y'all beloved coach. This is y'all beloved coach. Yeah, this is yeah, this is y'all. Whoever you know, you know, consistently, you know, just put Doc Rivers into this limelight, to this pedestal, to this greatest, one of the greatest of all time coach. Like, stop, stop. This man is the most overrated, celebrated coach in the NBA history. Mm. The most overrated, celebrated coach in NBA history. Started coaching with the Orlando Magic. Tracy McGrady is my favorite player since Michael Jordan retired. You know what he does? He he leads them to a 3-1 series lead against the, the, the Pistons in the first round and loses that. Right. Gets fired three years later. Go Goes to the Boston Celtics where he had one winning season. It was getting ready to get fired until, you know, Danny Ainge just put off a miracle trade. You know, got, got Ray Allen and then Kevin Garnett. And then all of a sudden, you know, Doc Rivers leads this big three team to a championship. And all he he's 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 the savior to the Boston Celtics. We haven't won a title since Larry Bird. Oh, this man is phenomenal. This this man is outstanding. It's Doc Rivers and cemented in Celtics history. Do you know they get back to the finals, you know, two years later? Up three two against the Lakers. Blow that. And and just and just and just the you know, just to throw this out here, that was the last time this man has been to a finals and let alone in, in a conference finals. He ain't been back to a conference finals since then. Well, no, no, no. Remember in 2012 against the Heat. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. But ever since then, LeBron had that was to it. have an all-time great game to where he dunked on Jason Terry. I mean, it's, I mean, Jason Terry got sacrificed, man. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just what it was. That man got sacrificed. It is what it is. Um... But yeah, that was the last. But yeah, that was the last time. You you're, you correct me. Yeah, that was the last time Doc has made it to a conference finals. I mean, this man has, like you mentioned earlier in the show. I mean, how do you lose ten game sevens in your career? That's Seven crazy. of which you shouldn't even been there because you had a lead, either a three one lead or a three two lead, and you and you lose ten of them. Don't forget about them chokes with the Clippers too. Oh yeah, you just sat there and wasted Chris Paul's whole prime. You, you just threw that out the window. Like incredible. Like, and then Live City. I mean, we you you just basically like gave up uh Blake Griffin's athleticism after that. He didn't want to dunk in Detroit anymore. He he just said, forget basketball. I'm gonna just chill out. Like you just killed his whole motivation. Like DeAndre Jordan wasn't the same no more. You know, um uh what did JJ Ray say the other day? Uh they didn't uh I guess those teams didn't um then uh, it was. He said something. Um, he said uh, they didn't uh, listen or they didn't compete or some some other some. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it over. Some BS word. I'm trying to look it up too. I'm trying to look it up too. Yes. Uh, might be what's able the to word? find it. I think I'm the one who shared it. You, you was one of them. You was one of the people that shared it. So it says, those Clippers. In quotations, uh-huh. teams were go- were never going to win. You can't win without cooperation. Or uh-huh. yeah, cooperation. cooperation. Uh huh. And, and that's what Doc Rivers said. And, and they JJ lost. said, "I wonder if they cooperated yep. when the yep. uh, Sixers lost." That's all he said was, "I wonder if they cooperated." So, 
So instead of Doc Rivers taking responsibility for those teams, you know, underachieving, he put, he put it on the players. It wasn't Doc's fault, you know, that we blew 3-1 leads and 2-0 leads and, you know, never gave Chris Paul to see the day of light of a conference finals. No, it's, it's not my fault. It's, it's the players' fault. They didn't cooperate. They, they was too full of themselves. So we, we – so, you know, he gets to the Sixers, you know. How do you – riddle me this. Like, you you had the league's MVP who didn't even play game one. Philly wins. He comes back. They lose games two and three. I mean, James Harden had a sensational game four. Uh, Maxie had a wonderful game five. And you're up. You're up. Well, like, what, four and a half minutes left in game six. NB doesn't touch the ball for the rest of the game for whatever reason. Jason Tatum – he, he, we was about to get ready and sit here and, and like dog Jason Tatum out for, for having I was ready. Horrible. I was watching Jamal. I was ready. Yes, that man was <laughs> man, that man was one of 14 at this point. Uh-huh. And all of, a, all of a sudden had the, 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 the greatest turnaround that I've ever seen as far as from being a crappy player to the most sensational celebrated player because he came out in game seven and ended that man's coaching career. Yeah, yeah, he came out and he looked like Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. He was hitting everything. When you start hitting heat checks, step back yeah. three heat checks, and they go in without touching the rim, it's over. Yeah. It's over. It's over. So, so at this point, Doc – like, what are we really talking about with you? Because we got people like Dwayne Hawkins talking about, give him another chance. Man, F no, I ain't giving this man another chance. He needs to go sit down and retire and just enjoy his family at this point. Like, you, it's you over. Want, you want to bring him back to the Bulls? Man. And you almost made me cuss. I'm not trying to curse on here. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this kid friendly. But, no, this man needs to be stopped. Do not give this man another job. Do not praise this man as a as – a, is a Hall of Fame, like, like one of the greatest of all time coaches. Now, could he teach me a thing or two about basketball? Absolutely. Absolutely. He played the game. He played in the NBA. He, he been around Hall of Fame players who probably taught him a thing or two. But don't sit here and tell me that Doc Rivers is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Tell me that Doc Rivers is just this guy that he is, like, just going to turn your franchise around. No, don't do that. He hasn't sniffed the conference finals in over a decade. You have all these all right. superstars. I'm done. Like F said, Doc Rivers. Like I said, Doc is right. the Dusty Baker of the NBA. Yeah, he, he's like a Dusty Baker, you can say. Like, and, yes. and but with that though, guys, we gotta at least acknowledge and Jamar. I know he's come up a lot in his career, but at least he's making the playoffs, y'all. At least Unless. he's you know, like having regular season wins. I can you I can't. You know? So, you know, like Stop at it. least at Stop least it. his teams make the playoffs. And I'm just saying, damn it, as but, a Bulls fan, we need to try to at least sniff the second round. I mean, round. have Look you seen their roster compared round. to ours? But we you, haven't sniffed the second rounds, like, at all, really. Do we have MB on our team? Do we have a James Harden? Do we have a Chris Paul in Live City back then? Do we have a big three in the Celtics at the time to make the playoffs I mean, every year? Yeah, look at – I mean, look at his teams from – we can even go all the way back to the Magic days, you know. Yeah, Tracy McGrady. And Tracy McGrady's prime, like, right after Toronto. 
Um, it, but he had know. nothing else with Tracy McGrady in Orlando. I mean, I mean that's just T Mac. So, but after that, I agree. Lob City, Philly. But they the thing was, just end up getting hurt. Technically, they had they had Grant Hill, but he ended up getting hurt, so they didn't really get to play with each other. But also, he was, at, he was old at that time. No, he was in his no, time he was and just was hurt. He just kept getting yeah, hurt. Them ankle surgeries, but. To, to go back to that era, that era was completely different because you only needed one star to really make the playoffs back then. It wasn't like, yeah. I mean, Paul Pierce and I guess Antoine Walker, Jason Kidd in the Nets. That's a great example right there. Jason Kidd and a bunch of nobodies. Tracy McGrady and Mike Miller and a bunch of nobodies. I mean, yep. that, that's all it took. Allen Iverson and the whole crew of nobodies. Mm-hmm. So different era. I can see that point. He, he, he had, he's had some, he's had some exceptional teams. So I just, I can't, I can't, I can't give it to him. Like the LA Clippers team was exceptional. Blake Griffin, uh, Jamal, and we talking about Jamal Crawford coming off the bench, Chris Paul. I mean, these, these guys are in their prime. These guys are in their prime. JJ Reddy coming off the bench, shooting three. You know, he it's had just, Williams. He had, yeah. oh, no. um, he had a lot of good uh, ball players. Matt Burns in his uh, prime. Um, like, and you have one of the greatest floor generals of all time. You tell me he can't lead you to a conference finals? It wasn't Chris Paul. It was you, Doc. It was you. Now, granted, now, granted, you know, now, granted, you know, I'm not going to end it in this case. I'm not going to put all the blame on him, but. Oh, he's going to take most of it. He's going to take most of the blame because he has a history of doing this, like Jamar stated. It's either three one or three two. He him 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 and the Boston Celtics could have ended the Heatles. They could have ended the Heatles. They were at home. They were at home up three two. Right. LeBron had LeBron had to literally hit almost every shot to you know what I'm saying to keep that to keep that season alive. They were gonna break that team up. LeBron even said it himself. He was like, I know if I didn't come to play tonight, it was possible. He's gonna they was gonna break this team. Pat was gonna break the team up. He said, I, I wasn't ready for that yet. And who and who and who team was it? Doc Rivers. <laughs> you know, like like Ron stated, he was up three one against Detroit back in the day. Well, Detroit ended up winning the championship and ended up turning into they had a little run for the next two three years. Uh, the Clippers, the Clippers should have beat the Warriors. Well, the Clippers beat the Warriors that one year, and he just he just. It, it, it's always Doc. It's just always Doc. Now, now it's Embiid and Harden, and I, I'm not letting Harden off the hook either because Harden he does not show up. In the right. Let's talk about James and and he how terrible he is in the playoffs. I was having an argument a couple weeks ago about him and Damian Lillard, and James Harden just came and proved my point in this last week or so. He does not show up in the playoffs at all. He does not show up in the playoffs, no matter what team. I mean, he what, did with the Rockets. That was he didn't, he play, and he didn't play it on some teams. Now, granted, you know, um, he has to probably play more of a floor general, floor general uh, with Embiid. But I mean, you got the you got the MVP on your team. Like, I know you're capable of getting it done. Like, I I don't have I don't have no excuses for him. He does not show up um, at this point to me. And for a long time, he's just been a one-on-one player. That's all he'll probably ever be. And he, he's not going to win no championship. Yeah, unless he going to be like a third, fourth wheel, like 
somebody like that. Donald's um, has him. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Like he he gotta do something like that. And so, like, yeah. Um, I feel you guys in regards to Doc Rivers. He has come up short a lot. He sucks. To address the comments. Um Jake Coleman stated. Uh, current and former players of Doc Rivers have hinted at his leadership qualities being subpar. Doc doesn't seem to want to coach star players hard. Mm-hmm. He told James Harden he can go to Vegas before a Celtics series. Yep, that's true. Yeah, he, he did. Yep. That's wild. And then, yep, and Doc is not a great coach. He is not a general when it comes to the leadership role, more of a get-along-to-go-along kind of coach. Ty Lue with that same team gets further. May Udoka gets further as well. And so, yeah. And then additionally, Jake Coleman stated Doc hates number three, which means that when his team is 3-2, he hates number three. <laughs> ridiculous, man. And so um, – He must hate number four because he doesn't like winning the right. fourth game. Oof. Oof. And he just hates like, like, hate numbers. Doc, in the CP3 situation, I mean, CP3 ain't been the same since he stepped on Steph Curry's foot. <laughs> I mean, that's the reality Oof. of it. Eesh. Blake Griffin yeah, ain't been man. the same since, uh, who was it that dunked on him that one year? Just like elbowed him all in the face and everything when he did it. Wait, Can't who are you talking about? Because I was, I was reading, said again. Blake. Blake Griffin. Oh, who did Blake dunk on? No, who did um, Blake get dunked on by? Oh, who did he get dunked on by? Um, that he ain't been the same. Um, but greetings from uh, Vegas, where we've all learned that Jimmy Bella is MJ's illegitimate son. This is by Prescott JB. Good morning, Prescott JB. So <laughs> Prescott JB is in Vegas. Vegas is like your second home, Prescott JB. This man is always in Vegas. Love him. Don't blame Vegas. him. Yeah. I don't he, blame him. But you know who I can blame? Doc Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> even like 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 even uh at Eastern Illinois and Charleston, Charleston, Illinois is renamed after fellas. It's renamed after Prescott JB and it's called Chuck Vegas. And so it would make sense that our brother Prescott JB go from Chuck Vegas to the real Las Vegas. And so yeah, in regards to this man, Doc Rivers. We can all admit he's still going to get into the Hall of Fame. You know why? Because he coached that Celtics team. And, he and gave, they got a championship. And you know what? He's in the post, Hall of Fame. I've seen, seen a post on Facebook. i seen a post on Facebook yesterday. That championship is the most milk championship by any sports team ever. And I have to agree. They milked that championship to death. That one championship. And they should have won at least probably two or three with that team. They... Kendrick Perkins, uh, Kevin Garnett, all of them. They milked that championship to death. And I feel like that is the reason they hold Doc Rivers to this to this high standard. Yeah. And, I mean, technically. Because of how they defended that playoffs, too. They they were, like, lethal defensively. It was like, you couldn't score. Right. And technically speaking, who's not going to win the championship with, you know, well, Kevin Garnett, he was – at the end of his prime, but he had a, he had a couple years left. You got Ray oh, Allen. Oh man, he was still Paul. high. He was great at that time. Still mm-hmm. high. You got Paul Pierce, um, and that bench. You got a was, baby Tony Allen. Was, you got man. They had a squad, bro. And you had yeah. three power forwards during that time that were still right. top tier, and it was Kevin Garnett, T 
Tim Duncan and Dirk Nowitzki. Like yeah. that, that was the three top guys that you would always hear about at that point in time. I mean, you had younger guys that were coming up into that level, but exactly. Kevin Garnett was still Kevin Garnett. Like he was still a force. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Pierce you know? was still a force. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, then Ray Allen was a lights-out shooter, so. Yep. Right. And then let's not mention uh, the playoff run, right? So mm-hmm. in that case, Jamar, the first round, I don't know, they play a little, you know, pancake team. But then you run up against a baby LeBron in 08 with no help, right? Yep. You know, yep. could have lost that series in the second round. That was seven games. That's how LeBron really, really, really got on the map because um, he was by himself giving the Celtics problems. Um mm-hmm. Then they beat an old Detroit team who at that time was having a run of conference finals appearances and then yep. that one championship in the NBA finals against San Antonio. So you're right. It, it is kind of milk. And then Kobe yep. at that time, oh, no, I mean, the Lakers are great offensively, but they didn't have enough. They didn't have like a run on test. They, 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 it was yeah. some mess with the, the Lakers. They got him the next year or the year. No, they, they got him two years later, but the Lakers the next year beat Orlando. Beat Orlando, yeah. That's honestly what blows my mind so much about people. Oh, LeBron started super team. Started no, literally speaking, the, the Celtics are what started the super team era. Exactly. Hey, but, Thank you for that. Hey, but, Thank you for that. But to put it in context, LeBron started the first like self-inflicted super team. That team was created by the GM. The players started the super team in Miami. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, really, I see your point, Jonathan. The start of the super team, really, in my eyes. It's not LeBron, it's the OA Celtics. He couldn't get past the OA Celtics, which Nobody. is why he had yep. to start a super team. Mm-hmm. He knew that. Yep. Like like right. Jamar said, he he LeBron might have started, you know, the super teams, you know, by himself amongst each other, you know what I'm saying? As as the as a player, but period, no, it's it's that Celtics team. Right. You know, he had they to look, respond to it, them. Yeah, that them Dwayne Wade, they looking like we're not gonna get past the we're not gonna get past the Celtics with them with them three guys. It's it, it's just not gonna happen. It's just not mm-hmm. gonna happen. It, it took got- what the Celtics did in the playoffs that year, and then the USA team when they all got together, they got to talking like you know how are we gonna beat these guys in the regular season, and that's what really came to fruition about the super team being started with LeBron and Dwayne Wade and them. Right. And granted, they were still like all in their prime and everything at the time. I mean, shit, LeBron's had a 15 year prime. So, I mean, we can't really say he was out of his prime, but 15 year prime, I mean, you can't really do anything about it. Nobody expected yeah, right. that. Right. Right. And, and and keep in mind the response also to the super team. The super team could have been in Chicago, right, fellas? Remember, yeah. LeBron was heavily contemplating with Derrick Rose, yeah. heavily contemplating with um, Carmelo Anthony. So Carmelo almost came to Chicago, remember? But it was like Carmelo, I think his ass was still no, in Chicago. Not, no, 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 wrong year. So Carmelo ended up taking an Carmelo extension. Carmelo was two years later, right. Yeah, he could have been part of that class. He ended up taking right. money early. It was Chris right. Bosh and Carlos Boozer, sorry, man. Never mind, let me leave Carlos. <laughs> right, right. But, but, right. But with that super team, His Jamar, it, 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 it was who else would have been that third wheel? It would have been Joe Bosch. Kim. Bosh. Okay. So Bosch, Wade, D-Rose, and LeBron in Chicago, right? Yeah. I mean, I've heard, Joe Kim, I've heard Joe Kim Noah talk about it all the time. Um, it was supposed to be it was supposed to be those three. And I think that's why 
you know, he kind of, you know, used to go at LeBron the way he did. I mean, ultimately, he's a competitor, but yeah, they they was recruiting and Chicago yeah. was a real Chicago was a real thing. That was a real thing. But yeah. I think uh, the reason they didn't come was because D Rose didn't really. He was kind of like nonchalant about it. He didn't really push forward. And, um, I don't think I don't I don't know I don't know if Chris Bosh wanted to come. So it just. No, you're right about the D-Rose thing. The money, too. I think money played a role, too. I I think both is right. The D-Rose thing, I mean, he wasn't actively recruiting anybody. Yeah, he did. I mean, he he, he stated that. And, of course, the no state tax thing in Florida, I mean, that pays a big part of it, too. Right. Damn, Miami, too, compared to Chicago. Chicago's great, but Miami is better, you know, for relaxation. I I, I ain't mad at it. (laughs) Right. You know, so you can kind of see that, too. Jay Coleman stated Chicago didn't have enough money for all three stars to come to Chicago that year. Yeah. And so I think they, I think they just had the money for those for those two because you got to remember they just I think at that time they just had gave uh, Derrick Rose a contract and he was coming off the MVP year and yeah so that would have been yeah. a lot. Yeah, but it was, was de- it was, he was definitely coming off the MVP year. Yep. Yeah, it was definitely a real thing, though. Definitely a real thing. Yep. And so, yeah, man. Um, yeah. You know, so, yeah, Jamar definitely, um, you know, iron sharpens iron. And so I didn't um, – I'm looking at my script, and I'm like, damn, where's uh, – where's uh, – where? but he brought it up. And so, yeah, that is uh, very true, man. But, you know, I think uh, as we stay all stated, Doc still gets in the Hall of Fame, y'all. He's still he's still getting there. And, you know, um, he's getting there because, you know, that OA Celtics team, they, they, you know, one of the uh, best defensive teams of all time. Um, you know, that team actually won a championship their first year. All that goes into his resume, all that. And so, you know, all that. And so um, 10 game seven losses, it's a lot. And it's very overrated, but, you know, at the same time, he still won a lot. And so I like that comparison, uh, Jonathan, to Dusty Baker. Um, so we'll see how things go with him. Um, we'll go from there. And so, all right. Um, and lastly, uh, fellas, uh, we just want to state that the San Antonio Spurs, uh, they received their first round pick. Um, and it'll be likely the kid Victor Webanaya from France. Um, and to address the comments, um, Prescott JB stated, uh, well, no, J. Coleman stated LeBron and Wade said it was money related because their bags were packed already for Chicago. Wow. Yup. J. Coleman broke it down. LeBron and Wade said it was money related because their bags were packed already for Chicago. D. Wade was ready to come home back to the shot. He was ready. And he had LeBron ready to come with him. You know what I'm saying? Ready to come home with him. Then Miami on three. And then Scoot Henderson thinks he is going number one, by the way. LOL. Yeah, I heard about that kid. And so <laughs> hey, Scoot. He's like, nice. Nice. He is. If I'm the Hornets, I'm happy. I'm just as happy. I mean, right. I, I'm not saying, you know, he's one Bayama, but Scoot, Scoot is a dog. He's, he's nice. He, he. He's nice, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's like, you know, with Victor Wabanaya, you know. You you just it's hard to find a guy that big that can shoot the way he can shoot. Oh. 
Yeah. yeah. But he, he got it all. Yeah. He got it all. And, and, and as stated as y'all boy LeBron said, he's an alien. So, yeah. I just yeah, hope no. really. I just hope it. I hope it translates, man. He could be right. The sky NBA is a lot more physical than France. You know, no yeah. disrespect to the French, I mean, but the French are a lot softer. They're very soft. That, very that's nice. what scares nice. me <laughs> so much about him coming to the NBA, and it's not his skill set. It's about the way the NBA, when people come there as a big man, their health just goes to nothing yeah and that's why i'm scared for him to be the number one pick simply because i don't want to see another yao ming or greg odin play out i mean but he doesn't play like them that's what that's yeah and that's the difference where i'm expecting it to be different but i mean even look at it now kevin durant with constant injuries when he's healthy, unstoppable. Phenomenal player. But he's injury prone. He, he plays similar to Kevin Durant. And with already the history that he's having with injuries, that, that's where the issue comes in. Like, I don't want to see a situation like that. I hope he comes in and does great things. Stays healthy, does great things. But yep. the NBA doesn't have a history of being able to keep players healthy. Right. Hey. I, I don't know. I, I think he'll be fine. Reason being, because if this was about 10, 15 years ago, then, yeah, I, I, you know, I think it'd be an issue. But the way that the game has changed and, you know, is I don't feel like it's not as physical as it used to be. And there's a lot more thinner frames. Like, look at all the big men for the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're all, yeah. like, like yeah. All sticks. Guys. So, and, and it's versatile and, you know, the way that the game is played in general, I think I think he'll be fine. I, I honestly think, like, his skill set will translate over real quick. I think he'll have an instant impact on that Spurs franchise. All right. Well. That is pretty much uh, the final word, guys, um, before we give the final words. And so um, to address the comments lastly, Prescott, JB, and uh, Jay Coleman, they are going back and forth about Miami. I love Miami. I can't wait to go to Miami. Um, and then Jay Coleman stated LeBron needs to share his nutritionist and health guru. Now he is headed for retirement, save careers. And then lastly, Wimby's ACLs look like they're made of popsicle sticks, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The kid is very skinny, and he got to get in the weight room, like, seriously. Yeah, he got to get some weight on him. That's going to be a – I don't know how it goes overseas, but it's going to be a difference. I think it's going to be a difference, you know, from – maybe I don't know. I'm guessing they play about – Maybe like forty to fifty games, maybe, but from yeah, a big jump to eighty-two, when you know, if you make the playoffs, that's a hundred games. So, yep. And in America, he's gonna right. In America, he's gonna get fanned up. Like, keep in mind, fellas, I'm very familiar with France. Very familiar. I live in Guadeloupe, and and Guadeloupe is a French territory. And so mm. here, the sugar, the portions is a lot smaller than it is in the United States. And yeah. so, once he get to America, he will gain weight. He will get better, et cetera. That, things that's, 
where my my worries start to come in though is simply because i mean gaining that weight and everything that's going to add more pressure to his knees and to his feet and that's where the the injuries start happening to those two areas right but a lot of that could be addressed jonathan you you play sports a lot of that could be addressed in a weight room he just got to stay in a weight room in he got to be friends with the weight room. He got to be friends working on his legs, his knees, etc. Yeah. As long as he, as long as he has a, you know, he's still young, but as long as he has a pretty good diet and, like you say, he works out and, you know, I'm not telling him. We're not telling him to get, you know, 300 pounds of muscle, be walking around like the Rock. <laughs> well, Zion Williamson. Right. You know, uh, that's another story. But that's don't give me story, started. But- his diet is terrible. His diet is terrible. Man, we telling him to be like LeBron and not Anthony Davis. That's what we're telling. Him. I mean, he can, <laughs> he can, he can even, he can even put on weight like Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was has a has a similar build, but I mean, when he does, he does. But, and so we, we talking about his his, his whole diet, ain't though. Yeah. Whatever. For, Anthony Davis not doing something right. I, I know that much. Yeah, his diet is his diet should be questioned, Jamar. That's a really good point because the way he's injured, you could question is it is it his diet? People have done that. They have questioned is it Anthony? And they are very built, very similar. This kid and Anthony Davis, very similar. So we'll see, man. We'll definitely see his time going forward. I know he got a great coach, so um, that's that's a good thing for him. You know, and got the Alamo of San Antonio. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's cracking down in San Antonio with the Alamo. I don't know if y'all said that. Anyhow, um, so yeah, um, with that being said, fellas, let's now have final thoughts and shoutouts. And so Jamar, uh, give us any final thoughts and shoutouts, brothers. We head into the weekend. Man, you know, let's let's just make sure we celebrate the people that should be celebrated appropriately, not putting you know, false titles and acclamations and people on pedestals like we do with certain individuals out here in the NBA world. Um, you know, let's just make sure we hold everybody accountable. And, you know, as I'm, you know, spreading this cream cheese on this bagel here, and, you know, just making sure that, you know, we hold everybody to a certain degree and not like, you know, uh, give more praise to a person than they should. Uh, and also, let's enjoy, you know, these basketball games, you know, this weekend. Um, yeah, it looks like a Nuggets and Heat thing here, but we'll, we'll see if uh, this 0-3 scenario, 4-3 victory that Mr. Uh, Abernathy uh, stated comes to fruition. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kelly, y'all going to – I'm telling you. If it happens and it comes down to a game seven after being down 0-3 and the Lakers win, all three of y'all are just going to be sitting there staring at the screen with that I eat booty face. (laughs) 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 Well, man, we're going to be looking forward to it. Uh, And, bro, any final thoughts or shout outs to the weekend? Wait, wait, wait. You said looking forward to eating booty. (laughs) <laughs> yes, he said that. that's how that's the look you guys are going to have on your face if that 03 happens and they come back and win it yeah 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 so and bro yeah any final thoughts or shout outs man as we head into the weekend um i don't know if you guys got to talk about it but um you know rest in peace to you know the great late great jim brown um yep. awesome career um Big activist, actor. He didn't pretty much did everything up under the sun, you know. So prayers out to his family and, you know, 
family and friends and uh you know just have a good weekend be safe um enjoy some of this good weather it's getting it's warming up a little bit so yeah that's about it uh, enjoy, enjoy these uh enjoy these these last two series because uh <laughs> basketball about to be over already in a couple know, weeks right? yeah. yeah yeah true it gets really dry after that <laughs> so yeah uh we did begin a podcast with jim brown um and so jonathan abernathy bro any final thoughts or shout outs to be heading to the um i'm just gonna state you know like the weather is getting warmer like always we do mention it quite often just everybody be safe. Cherish the time you have with your loved ones. You never know when it's going to be not a possibility mm-hmm. to be able to actually physically see them and actually spend time with them. Um, stop letting the little things get in the way of living your life. True. And just be safe out there. Real. Absolutely. Yes. And on that note, world, we thank you all for rocking with us this morning. Man, great conversation, a lot of activity, a lot of comments. We appreciate y'all rocking with us every Saturday morning on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. May each of you have a great weekend. Peace. Be safe. We thank you all. Have a great weekend, everybody. Peace. Peace.